0: If I was voting on that, uh, I would not be in support of that. Um, When I ran for office, um, I have to tell you, I wasn't even sure what the salary was.
1: Hi there, it's WAMC News Director Ian Pickus. And on this episode of the WAMC News Podcast, we speak with New York State Senator-elect Rob Rolison, the outgoing Republican mayor of Poughkeepsie. Well, Rollison is wrapping up his tenure as mayor, but he's staying in public office in the new year. After two terms, the Republican won November's election to represent the new 39th district in the New York State Senate. Public safety was a key campaign issue for the veteran of the Poughkeepsie police. I spoke with Rollison during his final days as mayor. How does it work transitioning from the role as an executive to a state senator?
0: Well, it's interesting, and that's a really great way to start the conversation. Um, I had to transition uh, from the legislative branch of the county legislature for 12 and a half years to the executive branch uh, of the city of Poughkeepsie. And I've had, you know, I've had these conversations with both sides saying, you know, I know what it's like to have to take a vote. Now I know what it's like to be what you would call the chief executive and not having to vote. Now going to Albany and being back in the legislative branch and i think what what is good for me is that i have experienced both Uh, i have obviously a healthy respect and admiration uh for both sides uh, of government and been very very lucky and blessed to have been able to participate in both
1: okay well tell us the truth which is harder
0: it's a great question um i think (laughs) i think you know uh Depending on the topic, right uh, but I would say for me and 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 being you know just the experience of being mayor and having the responsibility uh, to thirty thousand plus people uh, people look to their their mayors and their chief executives for guidance uh, for action uh, to do something uh, and most importantly to be present within that community, and that's something that has always been uh, one of my top priorities If you know, I don't sometimes like to use that word priority, is to be present uh, so people know who, and I think people knew and do know who their mayor is here in Poughkeepsie.
1: Your father was a New York State senator. Was it a dream of yours to follow in his footsteps? Um, How did you get to this point in your public career?
0: Well, you know it's been, and it, and and thank you for that because uh, my dad uh, was a, a wonderful father. I had a great mom and dad and a great sister, uh, and I had, still have a great sister. Uh, my dad would you know started in, as an elected official uh, in 1967. I think he was 37 years old when he was elected uh, to the state senate. Um, that was his first position uh, as an elected official. He was active in. The Republican Party both in the town of Poughkeepsie and then he was the county chairman and then position became available and said jay you got to run and at first he he didn't want to uh and he did and he held that uh that position in the state legislature for uh 24 years as a kid uh knowing uh you know he was in Albany and going to Albany with my mom and sis uh quite often uh to to see uh, him at the legislature and then We would go up uh, every year at the end of the session and come back with him. And um, it was really a great experience. But never, I always wanted to be a cop and a fireman, you know, and I did both. And it wasn't until probably, you know, the first, say, seven or eight years of my career as a police officer, I became involved uh, with the police union. I was PBA president for two, it was two five-year stints. Dealing with uh, elected officials, you know, on the town board and other le- levels of government, and I really enjoyed it. And then, but never really thinking that far ahead that I would become a state senator, or or even back up that I would ever be mayor of the city of Poughkeepsie. Right? I mean, those were not things that I was uh, necessarily aspiring to. But I, you know, I got involved with the county legislature in in two thousand three. I had the I had the opportunity, which was which was a a gift to get appointed to the legislature in the district uh, district eight where I lived uh, and uh, which represented a part of the city of Poughkeepsie and eventually the town of Poughkeepsie, because there was a vacancy. And I held that position uh, for the last six months of uh, 2003. And then that November I I ran uh, for a two year term. I don't think that that probably would have happened then. If I hadn't had the opportunity to get appointed because of the vacancy, and so that started, you know, my career, so to speak, uh, or my time, I should say, better, better, better said, my time as an elected official, and that's what, you know, just kind of propelled me, uh, because I really, I really enjoyed it, and of course, I, I still enjoy it.
1: Uh, before I ask you about some New York State uh, politics stuff, um, let me focus on the city for a minute. Uh, you have gotten a budget approved um, here in the waning days of your tenure as mayor. Uh, what's in store for residents for the next fiscal year?
0: Well, you know, we're staying uh, staying the course fiscally. You know, we're under the tax cap uh, again. Uh, we've, we're able to drop uh, tax rates. Uh, so, we you know, we're doing the things, you know, we've been doing. Uh, especially being uh, under uh, the cap providing essential services, enhancing uh, services as well. You know, we've been very uh, very fortunate uh, to have ARPA funding uh, from uh, the federal government, which has really helped us uh, make uh, commitments in infrastructure, and I use the parks as a great example, uh, to make these key uh, infrastructure improvements. That's going to continue uh, with ARPA money and other uh, city monies and to make sure that the city uh continues to improve and you know improve uh, fiscally uh and so you know i think that that for me uh for the council there were some amendments made by the council to the budget uh that didn't increase spending it just moved some money around from different lines which which you we know, which we're obviously fine with that uh, this this budget will serve uh, our community well uh it's continues a path forward And as we, you know, see these additional improvements within uh, the city and the continued uh, development uh, and infrastructure, big infrastructure improvements outside the budget, that's more capital, uh, that we're we're continuing, of course, to head in the right direction. And I really appreciate the council approving the budget unanimously the other night.
1: So what kind of advice, uh, what kind of guidance are you giving to Mark Nelson, who um, has been a veteran of your administration, now will become the acting mayor?
0: Yeah and I I uh, I I have to tell you uh Mark is 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 a dear friend uh and he is absolutely qualified uh, to take that position uh he has been involved in which is really good for him and and been good for the city you know he came in as finance commissioner uh we recruited nationally for a finance commissioner and a city administrator in 2016 Mark came in uh as a finance uh commissioner because of his finance background in the city of Hartford, and then when the city administrator uh, that we brought in from Ohio, she left uh, to go to the village of Ossining. It was an easy uh, ask of Mark to be the city administrator because he is such a hands-on person. And and so now uh, he has the the responsibility and the honor uh, to be the mayor. I mean, and it's not an acting mayor. He is the mayor. He's getting sworn in uh, as mayor on January 3rd. Uh, and I've asked people, and, and, and I don't think everybody probably doesn't know this, and I talked to the council about this here other night, he doesn't get to get a city administrator. I've, I've been lucky because I had Mark Nelson, uh, and he's going to be the mayor, and he's going to be doing essentially both roles. Right now, we have two full-time people, a full-time mayor and a full-time city administrator, uh, to help uh, work uh, with this city government and, and, and this city. It, and so is he has a an increased task uh, given to him by just the nature of the way that the charter is Uh, but i have absolute confidence because everybody else is here there is a team of people in the administration and the 350 plus city employees who go to work every day 24 hours a day seven days a week who are out there doing great work for this city and they now know that I'm going to be leaving. Uh, you know, I'll I'll be I will not be mayor as of January 3rd when Mark gets sworn in, and then I get sworn into the state senate on January 4th. That they've got someone, they've got continuity, and they know Mark. And that's the other thing. And it's not like you know our employees and 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 members of the community don't know who he is and what he's done. He has been as much a part of this city turning around as I have been.
1: So your new district, the 39th New York State Senate District, uh, obviously the tortured redistricting process of uh, the past year is behind us. But for people uh, who may now be represented by you for the first time, remind listeners where the district is, uh, what communities it covers, and, and how you're getting to know it. Well, you know, it's,
0: it's a three-county district. Uh, and in Dutchess County, it's the city of Poughkeepsie. It's the town of Poughkeepsie. It's the town of LaGrange. It's the town of Wappinger, which has the Village of Wappingers in it. It's the town of Fishgill, which has the Village of Fishgill in it. It is the town of East Fishgill. It is the town of Beekman. It is the town of Pauling, which has the Village of Pauling. It has the city of Beacon. And then you go into Putnam County, the town of Putnam Valley, and then you have the town of Phillips Town, which is the Village of Nelsonville, and the village of Coal Spring. And then you jump across the river, and you have the city of Newburgh, the town of Newburgh, the town of Montgomery, which has the village of Maybrook, the village of Montgomery, and the village of Walden.
1: Sounds like a lot.
0: <laughs> you know, it, it it I it is. Uh but you know, the good thing is that all the parts of the district are really accessible. Uh and You know, you've got major thoroughfares, you've got country roads, you've got state highways, uh, and I have enjoyed uh, being out of the four square miles of the city of Poughkeepsie because when I was the mayor, I didn't have to worry about that. My focus always was, and it still will be, of course, as part of the district, the city of Poughkeepsie. I didn't have to worry about going. All over the place, you know. As when I was the in the legislature and the chairman of the legislature, I did a lot of traveling throughout the county, especially after I became the the chair of the of the legislature. But you know, campaigning uh, for a little over five months, um, I was everywhere, and I enjoyed every minute of it because I went to places that I'd been before. I went to places I have never been, Uh, and I can tell you the reception uh, of people people that I knew, people that I didn't know, people of every political persuasion uh, was just a, a very, very enlightening, humbling experience to, to be able to say, I want to you know, represent you uh, in the state Capitol. And I think for me, the, the, the good thing for me is having the experience that I've had, you know, starting in public safety, becoming a county legislator, being the chair of the legislature, but being the mayor of this city the diverse city that it is with 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 everything that can happen in a big city. But a small city challenge. Right. Uh, and so that will work very well for me in Albany because I have experienced so much because of the nature of what I've been able to do uh, before becoming a state senator.
1: How do you feel about uh, making one hundred forty two thousand dollars a year as a New York state senator?
0: Well, I mean, this is something if you, that I really uh, I kind of came out of nowhere. That's for this session uh, to decide. Uh, but if I was voting on that, uh, I would not be in support of that. Uh, when I ran for office, um, I have to tell you, I wasn't even sure what the salary was uh, because there were numbers that were you know, being talked about, and I wasn't focused on that. Um, but I, I would not be supporting that.
1: Do you object to the idea of a pay raise? Do you object to limits on outside income, specifically, um, how come?:
0: Well, you know one of the things at which I think, and I haven't you know I haven't seen this in any of the discussions, but but you know when this is broader than just the the number. If you're saying to people that you can have outside income or there's a limit on outside income, how does that impact who actually will run? For that office, you know there there is this term, you know, like a citizen legislature, a a body of citizens that are elected representatives. If you start to limit uh, the ability for individuals, because this, you know, even though it's a full time responsibility, and and that that's how I will I'm going to treat this office. Not everybody that is there now, or people who may consider running in the future, want to just have that as their You know, say sole income. It's like you know, I'm going to just I'm going to work for the state. Well, what about if you're a business person? What about you know, if if you have you you know a career? I think that that limits the people that are are would even consider running for public office. Uh, And I think that that's a major consideration uh, when you talk about you know raising the salary and then saying you can't you can't do this, you can't you know make this certain amount you know of, of money. I think it could obviously limit the amount of – limit the pool of potential candidates, and that's not what you want. You don't want it to be one particular type of individual or individuals. You know, these, these are citizens that come from throughout the state. New York is a huge state. So while there may be people that said, yeah, I could, I could do that. That could be my sole job. I don't really want to do anything on the outside. What, what about the people that, that aren't able to, to say that and want to have a business and – you know, this 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 gets very complicated on that end of it.
1: But given all of the cases of, you know, high-profile corruption tied to lawmakers' outside activities, I mean, do you give any credence to the argument that outside income can be corruptive for people who should be putting the state's interest uh, number one?
0: Well, I think if you probably look at it in totality, that's not the case. And, of course, these, and I understand that, and they should be, Um, they are high profile because of the office. Um, But at the same time, we can't lump, you know, everybody together. I think there's 213 total legislators between the Assembly and the Senate. Um, You know, I think that's that if that was the sole reason, that's unfair. Uh, People who do bad things can do bad things, whether we look specifically here uh, at, at an elected body, whether they're full-time legislators or their legislators that have the ability uh, to have outside income and they need you know they need to know if they get they do that and get jammed up they need to be held accountable but i don't think you can pro, you can paint with the broad brush i don't think that's fair
1: so what would you say will be your top priority you'll be going into a minority conference in albany uh, what do you plan to focus on as a state senator
0: well i think you know for me uh being who i am Uh, having integrity, uh, you know, people know that, uh, I think they can trust me, uh, that I I always come from things from a place that I think is, is is a good place. It doesn't mean that I always have the right answer or the best idea, but I always approach things on how we can make things better. This is what I've done, uh, in my career. Starting out at 18 as a firefighter and then a cop and then a legislator and a mayor. Uh, public safety, of course, is my background. It's an area that I really want to focus on uh, in the state capitol and I am looking forward to that opportunity because if communities or a state. people don't feel safe, and we see that 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 is still a a top priority of people who have been spoken to uh, about their feelings and the economy of course uh, i don't I don't want to get too far out of a lane that i am that that I know about. Um, and I say that because I want to make a difference where i where I can be extremely helpful. but I also want to learn. Uh, I want to learn about the other things uh, that make uh, a state a great state to live in. Uh, what are the impediments? what are the good things? How do we expand on both? And um, also you know what we've done here uh, to help children. And I think uh, I think there'll be plenty of opportunities uh, to do that, whether you're in the minority or the majority but also um, just being very respectful of the office.
1: What kind of relationship do you have with the Senate leader, Andrea Stewart-Cousins, with the governor, Governor Hochul?
0: Well, I, I have met uh, the majority leader just, I think, one time uh, when I attended uh, a state-of-the-state the state by then-Governor uh, Cuomo Um and I look forward. I, I look forward to, uh, to, you know, to to meeting her. And now, you know, my capacity, and, and she is the leader uh, of of the Senate. Uh, I have in, a, a respect for that. You know, my dad was uh, the assistant majority leader of the state Senate when he retired in, in 1990, uh, and I know the responsibility, uh, the awesome responsibility that she has uh, as the majority majority leader. Uh, I've met the governor uh, on several uh, uh, several times here when she was in uh, the city of Poughkeepsie and uh, in, in Dutchess County, uh, and someone who came from local government uh, like she did and has an understanding of that. I look forward uh, to, uh, to to working uh, with her and you know and her staff on being able to uh, help the 39th district, which obviously is my first priority, but the overall uh, well-being of the state.
1: So you mentioned earlier, of course, you're keeping Poughkeepsie in your district. You'll still represent people who live there. But as mayor, is there anything that you uh, weren't able to get done over the two terms that you're leaving as sort of unfinished business here, as you look back?
0: Well, I think you know that's and that's that's a that's a we say it's a great question. It's also a tough question because I have uh, been trying to memorialize uh, and with other staff members. You know, on the things that we've done, right? And it's a lot. I mean, I, I've, I've got like six or seven pages of, of notes of different things that, that we've been able to accomplish together. Um, and I think, you know, to, to keep that forward uh, momentum, I wish uh, that we were able to uh, reduce that final $2.8 million uh, out of that $13.2 million deficit I inherited in 2016. I'm confident Uh, that uh, Mayor Nelson and the finance commissioner and other stakeholders will be able to do that. That was our goal uh, to have that done uh, to get that down to zero and maybe even establish a fund balance when I left next year, but I'm leaving early. So I really can't, I guess I can't really, I couldn't expect it to do that. That wasn't part of the incremental uh, uh, way of, uh, of getting that deficit down. But I just think that, you know, continuing to invest in the future and obviously that's, you know that's our children. Uh I'm very excited uh, for uh, you know the new Youth Opportunity Union building uh, at the former YMCA site. We said uh, early on in 15 when I was running for office I said this that you know that was going to be something that I, I wanted to see happen and I'm glad with the partnership with the county that that will happen. So I you know I'm looking forward uh, but at the same time trying to reflect and I think The good thing is, is that I still will be able to be helpful uh, to this community and to every community within the district by, you know, being a state senator that will be uh, someone that always cares uh, about people and and communities and uh, will be a resource uh, whenever needed.
1: That's New York State Senator-elect and the outgoing mayor of Poughkeepsie, Rob Rolison, a Republican who will represent the new 39th district in the new New York State legislative session. Mayor, Senator-elect, thank you very much for taking all of the time to speak with us.
0: Yeah, it really was great, Ian, and I look forward uh, to speaking to you and your colleagues you know, at WAMC uh, when I get to the Capitol, uh, getting sworn in on the 4th, and then the following Monday, the session starts, and then the work really starts to happen. I'm looking forward to it. I'm honored uh, and very lucky to have this opportunity to be a New York state senator.
1: All right. That does it for this episode of the WAMC News Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time, I'm Ian Pickus.